Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Listen, it's the Burt Show. If you are a homeowner and you have ever walked out of your house to a big old poop that you know is not your dog's poop, you become the neighbor waiting for somebody to walk their dog and have them poop on your yard so you can go out there and confront them. Have you ever been this person? Oh, yeah. We've confronted somebody who was letting their dog crap in our yard and wasn't picking it up. So disrespectful. Pisses me off, yeah, right? Yeah, it's very disrespectful. And this is exactly what's happening here. Like, her dog was continually pooping in her yard, and she's like, all right, well, then I'll just get it, and I'll leave it on your front step. Yeah, if you got something going on in your life, you want to <laughs> share it with us, we turn around and give it to Burt Show, fam. Hit us at thebirdshow.com. Here's the email. Because uh, she's wondering if she's being the a-hole or not. Really quick. Do you want to read the email since you read the 6A email, or would you like Mo to read it? No, that's fine. Okay. <clears throat> Because I'm not um, planning on contributing to anything else. Oh, So I'm just going to read the emails. (laughs) You're just going to read all the emails still? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, got it. Bert Show, am I the a-hole? I left dog poo on my neighbor's porch. On my neighbor's porch? Okay, I know this sounds bad, but hear me out. Absolutely not. We're done. What? I don't want to hear it out. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Trust me. You're not allowed to do that. Trust me. You want to hear it out. Okay, unless it's their dog poo. Their own dog poo. You want to hear it out. Okay. I live in a community of condos, condos that is fairly upscale. We have nice amenities like a pool and a clubhouse, sidewalks throughout, walking trails, etc. Not only is picking up after our dogs expected, it's actually written into the HOA covenants as well. I have lived in a community where dogs used to poop around the pool and people I, wouldn't pick it up. What? That's so gross. Oh, yeah. So nasty. My neighbor has been here for about two years. When she first moved in, she never picked up her dog's poop. And her dogs would crap on the sidewalk for some reason, not in the grass. This went on for a while consistently, almost like she thought we had some sort of dog crap concierge service. (laughs) (laughs) She clearly saw her dog's crap still there the following days when she would take him out again. And we would even have pet waste stations with doggy bags and trash cans, one right a- across from the condo. That's like insult to injury. It is. That's just like, uh. I'm going to slap everybody in the face with my dog's poo because not only do I refuse to pick it up, yep. I have everything within my reach to do so, and I still choose not to do it. Do you know what those are, Mel? Because you live in an apartment. You do. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally made a, a kind of passive-aggressive post about it on the neighborhood Facebook page and other neighbors commented that they had noticed the same thing and had picked up the dog crap several times, as had I, and it seemed to stop for the most part. She only has one dog left now and walks the dog every day after she gets off work. We both work from home and she apparently gets off because she apparently gets off because me, it should be before, I'm sorry, before me. Um, because I see her walk past my window with her dog every day. 
The dog really likes my front strip of grass for some reason and stops to pee or crap there every time. Knowing her history, I'm definitely watching if I'm at my desk to be sure she's picking up after the dog. Cut to the other day. She left out to walk the dog as usual. This time, she had her toddler grandchild and what I assume to be her grand dog with her as well. Her dog, as usual, stopped, took a crap in my front yard. She didn't pick it up. So I went out there later on and picked up the dog crap in a doggy bag. I tied it up like I would if I were going to throw it away, and I just put it on her front porch. I was kind enough to put it on the side of the front door so no one would step on it. That was nice of her. That was. Yeah, sweet. She didn't have a ring camera, but I'm sure she knows it was me. The next day, when she took her dog out, she immediately crossed the street instead of walking past my house and my yard. So, am I the a-hole? And, in case anyone is wondering, I am also a dog owner and always, 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 always pick up after my dog. Because I think it's rude and gross not to. That's tr- that's just part of being a dog owner and a good neighbor. So, who is the a-hole here? She's not the a-hole. She's not the a-hole. The little old lady's the a-hole. Yep. I agree. Uh-huh. 100%. That is only the old lady. I'm sorry. She ain't See, do nothing wrong. So you don't have anything to feel bad about. And the fact that she picked it up, she bagged it, she put it on the front step, but she didn't put it right in front of the door. She put it to the side of the door so nobody <laughs> would step on it. But that's your little package, your little note. Hey, don't leave this in my yard anymore. And it worked. Yeah. And now the little old lady's crossing the street. Yeah, I don't think she's an a-hole at all in this case. You do? I don't think she's an a-hole. I just wonder if that's going to stop the behavior. Like, doesn't HOAs, don't they fine you if you break the rules? So she should have documented it, and then it would have hit the wallet, and then the little lady wouldn't be leaving it all over the place anymore. Nah, that's far too mature. This is great. <laughs> Fine. Hey, you got to go big or go home. You can't just do it with your poop. You need to follow her for 24 hours, and every time her dog deuces, you need to put it on her front porch. That, that sounds sane. Commit or go home. That sounds really sane right there. Uh, I think the rest of us would say, no, not an a-hole, though, right? Oh, not an a-hole. The dog owner. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Listen. It's the Burt Show. All right, I'm having two superficial problems this morning okay. that I need your guys' help with, all right? Um, the first one is this. When you look at this shirt, what do you see? What do you think? I see uh, your nipples. I see the I, line down I see the, the line. Like it's... Okay. <laughs> Stop making them harder. Yeah, why are you rubbing <laughs> your nipples? She said she saw my nipples, so I'm trying to get them. Damn. <laughs> that's, that's not that's, how that yeah, you, works. They're going to poke out a little more now. <laughs> what, line, what line are y'all talking about? He's uh, a line down the center of his shirt. Okay, that's not what I'm talking I, about. Honestly, I saw you in the shirt earlier this morning, and I thought it looked really nice. Yes. I was like, I really like that shirt on okay. him. It's actually like, instead of, it's a fancy t-shirt. It doesn't look like one of your Goodwill t-shirts. That's exactly what I thought. Oh. Yeah. I was like, he's okay. dressed up. All right, well, it's not one of my Goodwill t-shirts. Yeah. It's one I actually spent like over $12 on. Congratulations. All right. Okay. Yep. Um, here's what I'm self-conscious about. Um, this is a white t-shirt that I put in with my jeans. Okay, I thought it was baby oh, blue. <laughs> oh, I thought it was gray. <laughs> I mean, either way with the lighting, it has right? a little tone of blue. Okay, but you wouldn't have known that had I told you. You're just like, that's an interesting color, right? I love that color. I do, too. It's a very, it, it dyed it well. It's very evenly dyed. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just yeah. didn't want it like me walking through the halls and you guys going, what? Dude, did he, did you wash with the jeans? No, or? you can't know that. Never. Yeah. Turn around. 
Wow, I dyed it really well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah. Right? That's yeah. like your own blue now. It's your own little shade. Oh, it's burnt blue. Burnt blue. I pulled this thing off the rack. Actually, this was a gift Wait. from T- <laughs> Tiffany. I don't even know how it got in my closet. I don't know how half of my clothes get in my closet. And I put it on, and she's like, is that the, sh- the shirt that I bought you a couple months ago? I'm like, yeah, I think so. She's like... You know that was white, right? <laughs> well, now it's burnt jean blue. Uh, yeah. I think I put it in with the jeans. Okay, but it works, so I don't got to worry about it. Totally. No, you great. Okay, second thing. I don't know who he is in the office. Um, Are you about to call somebody out? I, I don't know who he is. I, I don't know a name. Okay. I don't even know what he does here. Um, <laughs> That's not a shocker. <laughs> well, uh, we have very, maybe it's just me, uh, very limited communication with anybody outside of here and our managers. And, and I don't even like to talk to them. Yeah. And not <laughs> even that. And not even that. Since we'd had a massive renovation, and so our corporate offices are located here. So now corporate people are coming in whom we've never met before. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they have like a hotel system for the desk here. So you actually rent out reserved cubicles and that you come in. So you don't have like a specific desk. People come in whenever they need to come in or they work from home. So they can't hang up like their family no. pictures nope. or anything? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's literally like a, it's, it's a new thing. And I guess because of the whole shift post-pandemic and some people like to work from home, others want to be in the office. So it's literally like a hotel office and you just rent cubicles. So that is interesting to me. This is a totally different direction. So if... Isn't it like kind of like your parking space, though? Like, it's not yours, but it's yours if you get there first. There is so, somebody who's been parking in my parking space for, like, the last week, and it's driving me up a wall. Even Uh-oh. though it's not your parking space. But it's it the is. One that, yeah, right. which, which one's yours? Because there's only one person here who's been back for about a week. No, it's not your car. Okay. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> so, I'd like to point out, it used to be my parking space. No, it did not. Kristen got a new car. It was. No, I parked there for, like, over a year. No, you didn't. I did. Well, thank you for giving it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like my new parking space anyway. I wore you down. So the cubicle system is the same way. So if you were in the same cubicle every day for a week, somebody else could just come in and because it's really not yours, they could just start working in your space. I mean, I I guess. Yeah, it's exactly that. Oh, I don't like that. Because that's why Mm -hmm. they have numbers. All the cubicles have numbers Mm -hmm. and you reserve the number. Okay. That's not where I'm going with this. But uh, Kristen is making a good point that does add to what I'm saying here is that, look, there are are accountants back there. There are salespeople back there. Uh, A lot of them are miserable. They never say a word. I don't know who they are. (laughs) That's a fact. (laughs) It is so different than this side of the building. You go back there and it's just quiet. People are glued to the screen, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. I don't know who three-fourths of the people are in this building, but I do know one dude. So you guys know I drink a ton of water while we're on the air. You pee all the time. I mean, it's every 10 minutes I'm running there. That's how I get my steps in also, right? <laughs> so I'm in there quite a bit. So I see bathroom traffic probably more than anybody else. There is one dude that... More often than not, I'm on his poop schedule Mm. while I'm peeing. So he comes out of the stall, and I have never seen him wash his hands. No. Ever. I've seen this. You've seen this? I've seen this. I wonder if we're talking about the same dude. I wonder if we are, too. So, and I'm not talking about once or twice, because I go back there so often— uh, he he's very regular, by the way. Oh, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he never, ever, ever stops to wash his hands. That's disgusting. And he comes from the like where you doing number two, right? Because yeah, he's even, in the stall. He's in the yeah, yeah. He's not and peeing. not washing. Right, right out the bathroom every single time. So, a is it petty to say something? And this is really not an HR issue. I, no, I, I don't. I'm not ballsy enough. I don't think to say something. I don't think you are either. 
Uh-uh. But it, it's not an HR issue, right? But it, it's, it's nasty. But if he's using a cubicle that other people, like if, if he is one of the people oh. who is using a cubicle mm-hmm. that people rent and that's not his, whoever is touching that keyboard is touching poop particles. I have an idea oh. yeah. to make it bigger. <laughs> yes. Let's set up like an alarm with lights <laughs> that go off when somebody walks out that we can hit. <laughs> wee-oo, 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 wee-oo. Congratulations, uh, Tommy. You just made it an HR issue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because if you do go to HR, they can't like tell the dude that it's me that or Mo that went to HR, right? No, that yeah, they're not they're not allowed to disclose who filed the complaint. Would that be a big enough deal for you guys to actually just walk into HR and go, I know this isn't a big deal, but I gotta tell you about C twenty three back there. No, I wouldn't go mm. to HR. I'll say something to him though. I wouldn't. You would? Yeah I would. What would you say? You if, see, if, you every see time I've well, every time I've seen him do it, he's he's like going he's going out. I've never seen him coming in. Right. But if I ever like see him, I'll say something. Really? You ain't, like something like you ain't gonna wash your hands, bro. Like I something like that. Yeah. Okay. That's the difference between being six four and five four. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Bird Show. All right, let's stick with finances here because I can't think of the a more lame excuse to suggest bringing in a third person into your relationship because it would be good for finances. That's what he's trying to sell. Hey, Bircho, my husband and I are in our 30s, have been married for 10 years, together almost 15, and we have kids that are all school-aged. My husband works his ass off to provide for us while running a logistics business. Meanwhile, I manage a couple side hustles, attempt to care for the house, care for and taxi our kids. One of the kids has a chronic lifelong illness, and that at times may require my full attention for several hours out of a day. It can be very stressful, as well as mentally and physically draining at times. With that being said, it's hard for me to go back to work or to obtain a regular job in order to help out. My husband also says he likes me being home, caring for the kids, handling doctor therapy appointments, and having the benefit of me being able to run and do things. Our marriage has been pretty good up until about the time COVID hit. We ran into financial issues that stem from shutdowns and have been struggling ever since to gain traction and get back on our feet. Fauci's fault. (laughs) All of this combined has caused a lot of stress and tension in our house. We both still very much love each other, but him working all the time and still struggling financially has taken a toll on us. We know we would be in a much happier place if he didn't have to work so much and didn't have to worry if we will have enough to pay the bills. Now, this is where my unique situation comes into play. My husband recently came to me with the idea of adding someone to our relationship. Hmm, I better be an accountant. (laughs) (laughs) He said it would lessen the stress and burden on him if there was someone else to be able to help financially, as well as be there for me mentally, as well as helping, um, as well as a helping hand with the kids and around the house and to help grow the side hustles. Side note, I have struggled with making friends, so having a live-in like best friend, in a sense, would be great. However... When having this conversation, my first thought was, you've been so against having a second wife for so long because I'm headache enough. (laughs) Then it went straight to, you just want another woman for the bedroom with or without me. I told him I'm not sure I can handle seeing him with another woman or even talking romantically. His response was, no, this is for you. (laughs) Dude, come on, man. (laughs) This is focused on you. What did you do? The woman showed, uh, the woman would primarily be for you. I want her to be into you. 
I was confused. I've never shown or expressed interest in a woman, so I'm not sure where he's getting that from. He swears he knows deep down I'd enjoy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you would. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> this man is trying it. I, have, I, however, don't feel that way. As the uh, conversation continued off and on over a couple days, he kept stressing to me, the main reason for wanting another partner is to lessen the financial blow and to be there for me. As he knows, I've been struggling and overwhelmed lately, and he can't always be there for me and the kids because he's always working. So naturally, I threw out, why can't it be another man instead of a woman? Fair. He laughed. Ha, 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 ha. And said, two Ds in this house would not work. I am an alpha male, and two alphas can't live in the same house, let alone share one woman. So you married this dude. <laughs> this is a wolf pack? Come on, bro. I came up with the idea of a strictly platonic partner, and then he says, that wouldn't work. Long story short, he wants the bonus of possible bedroom fun, fun, but that's on the bottom of the wants oh, out of this yeah, relationship. Yeah, of course, yeah. I believe him. I really do. He even said he isn't even sure if he would be okay seeing me with someone else in that way. In the end, I think we have to come to an agreement. In the end, I think we have come to an agreement of looking for a woman our age or slightly older, starting out as a strictly platonic, starting out as strictly platonic with the open-mindedness of it possibly going further, far, far in the future after a full commitment to each other. What's everyone's thoughts on this? Is there anyone else who's been in this situation? What would be the chances of ever finding a woman that would be open, happy, and comfortable with a relationship like this? If we do decide to move forward with this, where would we even start trying to find such a unique and special individual to meet the criteria? And don't have a lot of time at the moment for all three of us to be able to get together, not mention, not to mention without kids. Thanks for your help. Your confused, lost, and stressed long distance podcast listener. Okay, let me again say this. When you guys send us Ooh. emails, I am assuming that you want a hundred percent truth. Okay? So here's the truth. This guy's playing you so badly. What a BSer, man. And you are buying this? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Under no circumstances. He is, he is trying to play you. It's foolish. I think the most concerning part of this email <clears throat> is the part where she says, I believe him. I really do. <laughs> like, there's Come there's on. no way you believe this. I mean, my man is going for it. I see it clearly. He wants a third wife, and he's trying to make it seem like he doesn't. When there's issues in a relationship... Adding another person, I don't think, is going to give you the solution you think it does. Whether it's but it's for a, her. Whether it's a child, you think, well, everything sucks. We'll just have a baby. That'll make everything better. <laughs> or everything sucks. Let's just add a third partner. But it can't be a man because I'm an alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't see this working the way you think it will. He has gaslit her so mm -hmm. hard to where she really, it sounds like in this email, she's trying to convince herself. She's like, I believe him. I really do. Maybe. Girl, you got to get out. Yeah. You, you got to dump this alpha male. <laughs> He's trying to play you a fool. Do oh not let God. that happen. Get it. The Bird Show. So Abby is wondering to knock or not to knock. That is the question. To what? Knock. 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 Are you a knock? Are you not a knock? Oh, a narc. A yes. knock. I'm, I'm like, where, Do you what? have that clip, Tommy? What, what door am I knocking on? Knocking on? The knock. <laughs> are you or are you not the knock? I, I'm, I'm really split. Abby's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? My brain is short-circuiting. I was like, what, what movie are we citing? This is a clip we've been playing for years. It's Sandra Bullock. And what was the name of the movie? Mark Wahlberg's in it. I know that, it's right? It's The Heat, isn't it? It the is heat. The Heat with right. Melissa McCarthy. Hang on, I'm trying to pull it up. And Joey oh, McIntyre's in it. Right. 
And there's a line in there where she start. the accent is so thick that yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not sure if she's saying narc or not. Yeah. Well, I've been getting some really concerning DMs from some married men, and I'm not really sure whether I should knock or, or not. <laughs> I'm really bad at accents. I'm trying my best here. You're not the only one. So when I took this job, I kind of knew I would get some sketchy DMs here and there. And honestly, like I kind of assumed that a lot of like any negative DMs would be from like women who are like, you're ugly, you're not funny, we hate you, like get off the show. And honestly, like surprisingly shout out to women I feel like they have been the nicest to me ever since I joined oh, the show no why would you say that what? you just opened up the floodgates <laughs> what do you mean I just opened up the floodgates now they're gonna be like oh nobody's hit her up oh I got opinions yeah. <laughs> I won't be checking my DMs your Boston accent sucks Abby <laughs> I'm not saying I haven't gotten some sketchy DMs from women but like overall mm-hmm. women have been more positive than men because I have been checking the dark spam folder of my DMs recently, mm, which is never, place. It's never a good idea. And I was surprised to find like a slew of very upsetting. No, upsetting is not the word because I'm not bothered by this. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting a lot of very bizarre, disturbing, disturbing messages from married men. And it's not in the way that you would think. They're not asking me to like hook up or send pictures. I've probably gotten like 10 to 12 different messages from men who have like these beautiful wedding photos in their profile, like calling me very obscene names, um, being very upset about my, like my dating segments being like, well, you're the problem. And you know, just every horrible thing you could call a woman has been called to me by these men. So these aren't, this isn't a question of these guys coming on to you married. Yes. Okay. But what I'm saying, why I'm specifying that they're married because A, you get like a horrible DM with someone calling you the C word with like this happy photo of them with their wife. And then you're like, well, geez, who are you? How are you? If this is how you're treating some random stranger in the DMs, are you, is this really who you are? Or are you doing this to your wife as well? And so in my mind, I'm thinking I have two options here. I can either just ignore it and maybe talk about it on the radio <laughs> or B, I can find out who their wives are and send the screenshots and say, hey, I just think you should know this is what your husband's doing behind your back. Because in my opinion, in my opinion, if my, I know that my mom, if my dad was saying these horrible, like, cause these are horrible things. Like, I, and I'm not talking like calling me ugly. I'm talking like every word I could never say on the radio ever. I would be mortified if my husband was sliding into a stranger's yes. DMs and calling her unthinkable names and, and just being downright disgusting. I don't know why this is even a legit question, but did they appear to be much older than you also? Much older. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, like, okay. I mean, not not like in their 80s, but like yeah, late 30s, 50s. early 40s, okay. like not 22 year old men who got married because they wanted army benefits. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's men who have been married to women for because I've done the star. Of yeah. I found your Facebooks. I know who your wives are. <laughs> and I've made a whole list and I've kind of been sitting on this for a couple of weeks Dang. of thinking, mm. is it better to just stay out of it because not my circus, not my monkeys? Or you could be inviting crazy into your house by Ooh, doing that. Yeah. It would be really, yeah. oh, you could be, but it'd be really effective. No. I will tell you that, man. Someone who has that much hate for a woman and a stranger on the internet, mm. I would not provoke yeah, that Yeah, she's there. probably right. Cassie's yeah. probably right. Because Cassie gets some really nasty messages too. And so you're dealing with somebody that is, is somebody who is willing to slide into a stranger's DMs and leave the most unsavory, and that's putting it politely, comments and messages is not a person you want to engage yeah, with because you're it's it, you're you don't want to poke that bear I, yeah. I, I agreed um it's not safe and, and you just don't know where they're coming what they're like what 
something happened in their past for whatever you said has triggered something in their past, mm-hmm. right? So it really isn't about you. Mm-hmm. It's something that happened to them and it's about somebody else. And it's hard to remember that when you're the one being called the C word. But yeah, inviting that kind of crazy in, that's too much. I was going to say the exact same thing. In, in my experiences, and it's, it's better to ignore it because it's, it's for one, for your mental peace, it's better. And for two, you're not going to change anybody who's already at the place of doing something like this because it's really not about you as much as it's about them. So don't do it. But for radio purposes, I think you should answer every single <laughs> well, It's not like I'm trying to change their mind. Like if they yeah. think I'm the C word, they think I'm the C word uh, amongst the other things I was called. But I, I think I felt a sort of protectiveness over the women that they're married to as well because I'm like, either he's, this is a completely like, but not, or, um, like different situation where this is just like his secret life that he's living mm-hmm. where he just wants to like throw hate at 26 year old women on the internet or maybe like this woman is actually in a very horrible situation where maybe she needs somebody else to call out the fact that this guy's Mm-mm. trash uh-uh no. No. Okay. Uh, there's the, if, yeah. if she's in a situation like that that's either verbally abusive, physically abusive, abusive is abusive, or just in a really dysfunctional fa- uh, situation, getting a DM from a random stranger isn't going to help the situation at all. She's not going to, it's not going to be the thing to go, oh my God, he really is a jerk. She already knows. You know, you don't know. <laughs> it would be one thing if you witnessed him doing it to her. It's another mm-hmm. thing for it to be directed at you and then make that leap that if he's doing this to me, then he also must be doing this to his wife. Okay. Because maybe he is just a D-bag to strangers on the internet. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I freaking love your mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. I think it is can epic. I, but can I, I do it on her behalf? Because if they come for me, I'll unleash a whole world of fury. Yeah, now if it comes from a, a dude, that's different for me. <laughs> if it comes from Tommy, that's different for me. Tommy will do it for you. Wait, I'll why? do it. I'll give him my address. Come on. Why is it different for a dude? Because Tommy, I don't know, because Tommy's Tommy. Because I'm crazy out. Listen, because these are, all of it. All these are men with a lot of anger, and they're looking for a punching bag. And even though I know you do Orange Theory like every day, hmm. You don't appear as someone who could like put anybody in a chokehold. Mm. So I, as much as I hate to say that, and I'm not saying you're not capable. I'm just saying, I think some guys will see Tommy and shut up. Whereas if they mm. see you, they're going to be like easy target. Let's get them. Now, one thing you can do, and I've done this before, is you can post the comments that they've sent you publicly, but just black out their name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then they get shamed, but they don't actually get called out. So nobody knows the comments from them, but they see it. And then they can see everybody being like, that. that that's disgusting and let the internet tell them off. They'll see the comments, but they won't actually get called out. So there's no need for that retaliation. And the next time we ask you if you are struggling to be a knock or not, now you will know. The Bird Show. Men and women can't just be friends. Isn't that like an like an outdated concept? I first remember this from when Harry met Sally. That was like when it got ingrained in my head that there will always be an attraction on one person's part. Well, I mean, yeah. When it's Billy Crystal, how do you deny the attraction? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even possible. It is kind of funny when you think about it. <laughs> At least now people are saying that, yes, they can be friends. But now there are certain like, what's a word I'm looking for? Um, parameters? Parameters almost, right? I saw this reel. It is short It is sweet, but I felt it could be highly debatable, okay? And there was nothing, like, it's just a woman sitting there, close up on her face, um, with some music playing in the background, um, a younger woman at that, and it said this, boys are only friends with girls they find attractive, 
and girls are only friends with boys they find unattractive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is loaded. Discuss. Yeah, this one is loaded right here. I know, right? So, and I had to, I read it multiple times. And I was like trying to like mull it on like, is there a grain of truth to this? Well, it's a loaded question because it's not a a question. It's a statement. So if Abby agrees with it, then your guy friends Mm -hmm. are going to be offended. That I, that I find them ugly, <laughs> yeah. apparently. I, 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 I think the difference between men and women is that I don't typically take appearance into account when I want to like hang out with somebody. But I think there's a grain of truth because I think it does sting a little bit if you're friends with an attractive guy and they don't want to be with you. And then it's kind of like, well, I'm not really sure I want to be friends with you. Um, and in my experience, like if a guy, if I'm friends with a guy... And I can tell that he wants to like get with me. It makes me more uncomfortable. So I don't want to really be friends with him, if that makes sense. So it's, it's, it's sort of like a double-edged sword where it's like, they might not want to be my friend if I was ugly, but I don't really want to be my, their friend if they find me attractive <laughs> and they want to get with me. You know what I'm saying? Now, now Mo and Burry, it puts you in the hot seat now mm-hmm. because if you agree with this statement, that means any friends mm-hmm. you have that are women, you're saying you think they're ugly. Um, okay, well, again, can someone be attractive, but you just not be attracted to them? Yes. Yes. See, so then that's how I feel. That's then you, why I then you disagree with. I this. do disagree. I don't. I don't think this. In my experiences, this is not accurate. Like I have a lot of girlfriends that I'm, I'm not. I'm not attracted to them, and I've they've been my friends forever. But I don't think they're ugly. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not attracted to them. Yeah, I'm with Mo. Okay. I'm with Mo on that. Yeah, Cass. The problem with this is it's rooted in the fact that you're still attracted to each other in some way. Like women have to be friends with ugly men so that they're not attracted to them because they couldn't possibly be friends with someone attractive because you want to sleep with them. And then men are only attracted, like only friends with attractive women because they secretly want to sleep with them. And I find it insulting. I think it's insulting to men and I think it's insulting to women. You can be platonically friends no matter what you look like. Mo just said he has a ton of great friends who are girls. I have friends who are guys. I don't want to sleep with them, but some of them are very attractive and some of them are not. I just, I hate that we always, it's always boiled down to there being some kind of like romantic or sexual thing. And when you do that, I feel like it makes it like, it, it makes you look, it demeans you and looks at the other party, whether it's men or women as just sexual objects rather than like really well, well-rounded, interesting people that you want to know because they enrich your life. Now, I wonder if age plays a part in this also. Mo, would you have said the same thing when you were 22 or 23? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Because that's about the age the woman was who did this TikTok or reel. I mean, I I do believe that typically in the beginning of that kind of friendship, somebody is attracted to somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, usually one of them would go further if given the opportunity. But But I also believe with time... Sometimes when these friendships develop, that kind of fades away and, and both parties are comfortable just being in that friendship. Mm-hmm. I feel like my dad put such a, um, you know, that I grew up with such a dysfunctional definition of women and friendships that I think when I was younger, that probably was true for me. That statement is probably true for me because, you know, I was taught that, you know, women or 
just there for sex, really, is what my dad taught me over and over and over again. So I think if I had a girl that was a friend, there was somewhere inside of me that was always feeling like, okay, but if the door opens a little bit, I'll be right there. Yeah, I definitely have found that so true in a lot of my big friend groups. Like I had had a really close group of friends back in Jacksonville about a year or two ago, and we never understood why our friend group broke up because we did everything together. We would go to Jags games. We would we had Friendsgiving together. And then all of a sudden we had this New Year's Eve party. And after New Year's Eve, nothing was ever the same. And it took us a while to figure out what was going on. We were like, why did we never talk again after that? And it was a boy girl friend group. And then we remembered two of our guy friends were trying to get with me and my friend that night on New Year's Eve. They like wanted to like obviously have a New Year's kiss. And we were like, yeah, no, we're just friends. And we never talked to them after that. And someone actually confirmed this for us like six months ago where they were like, yeah, like XYZ and ABC were really bummed that you guys like turned them down. And it was never the same after that. Is that that right? So there is some debate there. Yeah. There could be some debate. Mm -hmm. At first I read it, I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. Maybe there is some wiggle room there. Unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately. (laughs) The Bird Show. All right, Kaylee says that there are words that women just absolutely, they're not nasty words, just words women hate the most. Yeah, we were discussing it on uh, last week's episode of the Man Fuse podcast because we were talking about men and women and I was, we're trying to come up with words that men hate, and really, I can only Commitment. think of... <laughs> uh, actually, that's... Hey, that is not true. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm committed. Okay. I, I love commitment. Okay. I'm committed to the job, yep. committed to my wife, <laughs> committed to my kids. Anyway, so, it, and for guys, it's more of a string of words to make, uh, you know, to make phrases that we hate, mm-hmm. not necessarily like one word. I don't like the word no. That would be my one word that I don't like. <laughs> But as far as women go, um, there have been like studies on this. And can you guys think of the number one universally hated word by almost all women? And it's not a nasty word we're talking about. No, here, okay? no, it's, no. The C word came to mind. No, That's no. exactly yeah. what I but thought. See, you know what? But that word I would have thought so too. But like in the UK, they use that word so freely to describe yeah. men, women, anybody. Moist. Would be my guess. Boom. That is number one. And I love that word. You You use that word all the time. Yeah. How else do you describe cake? Delicious. Moist. (laughs) Fluffy. Well, if, okay, the dry would be the opposite, but would you say it's wet cake? You say not dry. I love some wet cake. I don't know about y'all. You'd say moist cake. This cake is moist. (laughs) Dank is another one. (laughs) Uh, What'd you say? I love some good dank cake. You'd say damp. No, dank is... Thank you. Yeah, I, um, I could think of some other context where cake could be used, but I don't know if it's radio appropriate. <laughs> I wish we were doing radio in the 90s where our next stunt guy could be called Dank. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's send Dank out there. <laughs> Can you ladies think of the second most hated? Panties. That is number three. Is it panties? Well, I have no issue with panties. Family feud at this point. <laughs> I do have an issue with pus. What? Well, that's kind I don't of a like gross. The word I mean, pus. will you save that just for saying she's got an issue with pus? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will as soon as I get back in. <laughs> we know you do, Chris, but we love you nonetheless. <laughs> Any guesses? <laughs> this word is kind of gross. The second one. Ointment. Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> Girls' Night Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, so uh, moist, squirt, and panties. Yeah, I don't know why panties <laughs> is such a, a, a trigger for... I have no issue with panties. I have no issue either. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no. I think if the word comes out of a woman's mouth, it's okay, but coming out of a dude's mouth, it sounds... It yeah, sounds when you I say... I love those panties. <laughs> oh, yeah, now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah. Everyone's turning off the radio right now. <laughs> that was nasty. All right, fourth one. Mm. All right. Pan- pantaloons. <laughs> Curd. Curd? Curd. We just, had, we just ate cheese curds yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really know what I was eating, uh, but everybody seemed to really cheese enjoy curds. curds. This yeah. is so interesting. Why is this woman specific? I just feel like Well, because, we, I mean, well, the whole conversation on our podcast was just the <laughs> difference between, you know, words that men hate. Well, it's really not words. It's more phrases. But, and it just... It just got me into a dive on, okay, like, what are these words? And I figured moist was one of them. Yeah. Anytime I mentioned it, I could just see people, like, yeah. shivering. Like, Where'd you come up with curds, though? That's that was, that was one of the list. Off of the list. Uh, like, once I started, yeah. And is the, there is there a correlation between the words that women hate versus the ones that men hate? Um, like I said, though, there there's for men. Yeah, there's we're, we don't like sentences, like certain sentences, like I'm tired or um, I'm not in the mood. Like those would be you know you know phrases that we. I don't even I think, think guys would really that the word ointment is universally not good. Yeah, if you're putting yeah. ointment, on, it's, yeah. well, no, you got to cut or a burn. You might need yeah. some ointment. Like, that word doesn't bother me. What else do you say? Give me some gel. I say. Neosporin for everything. I don't care what it is. <laughs> it's Neosporin. All right, what's the last one? Flap. <laughs> a flap? Flap. I don't know. So what How does I'm, that make y'all feel? What, flap. What I'm picking up is all the words women don't like in some connotation are sexual. Mm. Or it could be used that way. I mean, curd? I mean, it sounds like turd. Because, <laughs> and I, I, hey, I'm a fan of turds. So, because. <laughs> Same Same <laughs> so I think because what I what that what I'm picking up here as far as like the relation to words and women and maybe our bodies is because our plumbing is so complicated and different and all the things that can go awry and wrong down there like as far as a moist issue or a curd issue like that flap issue that flap, yes <laughs> I, I feel like it's because we have this battle with our bodies and. Whenever something is askew down there, that's where these words, you have that connection. What about glisten? I have no issue with glisten. Now that I'm hearing this list, it sounds like a bad list of um, like ad-lib verbs. Like if you were going to have like oh. dirty talk ad-libs, like words you would never want to hear in bed. Yeah. The, How the about bad, the word, libs. and this would be me grabbing something really quickly. <laughs> How about the word snatch? snatch. Well, it depends how you use it. If you snatch something out of someone's hands, I don't care. You use it a different way, I might have some thoughts. As he was doing this list, I Googled all the slang words for vagina you need to know. Okay. The one I just mentioned was fourth. Number one. Can you say it? Yes, there's two separate words. Okay. Panty hamster. (laughs) 
What? I have never heard that. I have never heard that. Hey, bring that panty hamster over here. My God. ไอ้โมบิลีฟส์ชาร์คส์อะไรค์รีเลชชั่นชิพส์ฮีโกสต์ทูเดอะมัลดีฟส์ฮังกิ้งอาท์วิดสัมชาร์คส์แอนด์
And he's like, my man, you seen one shark, it's okay. It's no problem. It's usually nothing to worry about. And it's that usually <laughs> word that <laughs> just doesn't sit well. And if you, like, Google sharks in the Maldives, th- there are a lot of them. Like, it's very common. They're all around. It's not like you won't see them. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't get back in the water. I literally, like, every second of me now being in this water was a completely different experience than it was the first three days because I just couldn't get this shark out of my mind. Like, every... Even when I would start snorkeling, I would just see sharks, even though they weren't there. And once you see how fast, like, they can get from where they are to you, mm-hmm. and you realize they're probably going to see you before you see them, I just couldn't enjoy it. There was no way. Like, every, I would get in the water for about five seconds and go, done, right. <laughs> and get back on the boat. And the guy was like, you just thinking shark. Like, mm-hmm. just get in the water. It's the same exact water you were in all this time when you were having the time of your life. And he was right. I was. I was like, no worries, no nothing. But after I saw that shock, the waters just weren't the same to me. And he told me, he was like, it's like relationships. This is for whatever reason, the analogy that he decided to use. And he was like, you know, you, you get in and once the first like feeling that you get from a relationship when you really fall in love is the greatest feeling ever. But then when it doesn't work, now, every time you go into a new one, you got that shark in the back of your mind. And you just can't feel it the same way anymore. But it's mental because you really may never see a shark in this relationship. Right. You may never see a shark again on this trip. You got to get back in the water. And then I was like, that, that, I think he meant for that to be an analogy <laughs> about sharks. But the one about relationships was way more accurate for yeah. me. And I realized in that moment, like, that's been my issue in relationships is I'm constantly thinking there will be a shark and I have to let go, let that go in order to enjoy the water. So in the interest of accuracy, uh-huh. just as a sidebar here, I started to Google vegetarian shark. And I didn't even get all the letters out of shark when the Google came up vegetarian sharks in the Maldives. It's a it's real, real thing. thing. They weren't <laughs> lying to me. They were not lying to you. The basking shark doesn't eat meat, man. What? In the Maldives, there are some sharks that absolutely are vegetarians. Yeah, I'll take whoever's word for it. They I'm not going lying. back out there. I ain't believe them. The Burt Show. He's just a really bad kisser. Can he be trained, or is it time to ditch this guy, or should she continue to date him? You know when they just use a little bit too much tongue and it starts sounding like... Mm. Yeah, 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 there ain't coming back from that. You remember the name? Don't I, say I it. Would never, I would never shame him publicly. David, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 His name is not David. His name is not David. Same, same exact yeah. thing. Way too much tongue. I mean, it felt like she was licking my face at, at some <laughs> point. Yeah, it, was, it was way too much tongue. So I remember the name, but... We are syndicated in Lexington, Kentucky, where I was born and raised and grew up and went to college there. And so he is also still there. So I am not going to publicly shame him. (laughs) But I remember this makeout session um, on a couch and I ended up getting a rash on my chin from how much slobber there was. Oh, Oh, ew. I mean, it was dripping down my chin. It was so disgusting. And you know how slobber stinks? (laughs) So then afterwards, you smell like slobber. And it's like, it's it's all right underneath your nose, right? So all I can smell is this dude's spit. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, no, we're done. There's no coming back from that. You feel like you're in his mouth. Oh, it was, I mean, I mean, it was, I did. I ended up getting like this reddish rash on my chin from how much he spit on me. But if, I mean, that's heinous and you can't come back from that. But if you like this guy a whole bunch, do you think that you could have taught him how to be a better kisser? Or that's just, it's it's like, I'll never be a good free, free throw shooter ever. 
no matter how much I practice. Yeah, you will. You practice hard enough, you would be a great free throw shooter. I, 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 I think there are some people that naturally can do it, some can't. Okay. Yeah, Shaq practiced for about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? So can you be taught to be a better kisser? I think that's what she's asking here because she likes this guy. Uh, here's the email. There's uh, this guy that I've started seeing, and we've gone on three dates so far, and he's genuinely a great person. We click on many levels, and our non-physical chemistry is undeniable. However, there's one not-so-slight issue. He is, unfortunately, a terrible kisser. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not expecting passionate movie-style kisses, but his skills in that particular department are alarmingly bad. <laughs> Damn, that's harsh. That is harsh. That's alarmingly bad. It's more than just a lack of synchronization or rhythm. There is a nice rhythm to a good kiss. Agreed? For sure. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, it's the complete absence of any skill that's becoming increasingly more of a turnoff. So, Bird Show and fellow Bird Show fans, I've come to you seeking your wisdom. Is it possible to teach a guy to kiss better? I've read some things suggesting gentle guidance can improve a bad kisser, but I'm not sure. I don't want to hurt his feelings or make him feel self-conscious. How would one even approach such a sensitive topic? I'm also curious if this is a potential deal breaker for some of you. Would you feel discouraged if you found yourself needing to coach your partner on how to kiss? Would a lack of skills in the kissing department have you speculating about his abilities in other intimate areas? Do you think being a bad kisser means he will be awful at everything that comes next? Or is it possible for a man to be subpar kisser but still excel? in other aspects of physical intimacy. Please don't interpret this as me being mean or heartless. He's a great guy with many qualities I like, and I'd really love for this to work. I'm just not sure if it's possible. From Amelia. one eight five five one show I think uh, guys can be, and I think women can be taught also. And I don't know. Well, yes, there are bad kissers, and there are good kissers. But there's also a style thing, too. Is it wrong if you ask him while you're making out and you're having like a, you know, a smooch fest, like find a pause and be like, are you enjoying this? <laughs> and if he says yes, <laughs> is that also another problem that he thinks it's good? Who's going to say no in the middle of making out with someone? Like even if you're not enjoying it, yeah. you're probably going to lie and say yes. Yeah, now nah, that you mention it, it's terrible. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> what you do after that kiss is you immediately say to him, this is alarmingly bad. No. <laughs> Can't you just tell him how to change? Like, pretend it's, like, how you like it? Oh, my God, I would take it so personal. I, I mean... Well, it is. I know. You suck at it. Yeah, no, exactly. If, <laughs> if I was making out with a dude, and then he was like, listen, I, this is bad. Like, we gotta... I don't know what's going on here. You don't tell him it's bad. You just, like, the same way you would direct a guy in the bedroom. Like, this is what I like. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. you got to talk more about what you're into rather than what mm -hmm. you're doing wrong. Because if you tell him like, oh, I hate it when you slobber all over me, then he's just going to feel like kicked down. Whereas if you're like, ooh, I really like it when you like bite my lip a little bit, then he might start like sucking blood and then we can go from there. <laughs> but I think it's better to focus on like what's going good. So he just sees it as a challenge to be like, ah, oh, mm -hmm. I bite her lip really good. Let me do that more. Or you can just pull the pretty woman prostitute line and say, I don't. 
don't kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't have to kiss, and you can just get to the other stuff. Problem I, solved. I don't, I don't think there's any way to not hurt his feelings. I feel like she has to let that go. Like you, you, you kind of have to hurt his feelings a little bit to mm-hmm. get him to get in the direction of where you need him to go. Especially if he's this great a guy in every other area. I, I, I think you just you got to tell him somehow, some you gotta way. Tell him. You got to get past this, Jeremy. Good morning. Good morning. What you got? Hey, so uh, I was gonna go off just what y'all are talking about. Is now that I'm thinking about it, my wife was, might have been half as aggressive about him telling me that I'm not a good sister because she would she would communicate to me saying, "Hey, I like this. You should use so much tongue or whatever." But that's just what I like, so that's what I'm gonna go off. Yeah, that's I think that's Abby's point right there, yeah. or both your guys' point is mm-hmm. that it's more of a stylish thing yeah. than it is you really sucking at this. So unfortunately we just made Jeremy realize by this conversation that he was a bad kisser. <laughs> yeah. And his I wife know. how to train him how to properly kiss her. He is texting her right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at the or follow us on social media at the Bird Show.